You ever in church and you just think to yourself, why the fuck do I go to church? You ever think that while you're sitting in church? You're like, fuck. And then maybe you look to your partner and you're like, I wonder if she's thinking the same fucking thing. Maybe if we talked about it, we didn't have to go to this stupid shit anymore. Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Hey! That's not how I would describe it. But... Welcome to episode two of season two. Maybe we should take a pause here just for a second and and point some stuff out to the casual podcast listener who just stumbled across our podcast because it's everywhere in the universe fair warning like don't don't continue this show if you have children around like if if, if they're your children it's okay oh so if they're mine that's fine they talk on our show sometimes <laughs> if you like you if you have sensibilities maybe turn us off we're not for you we're uh we're a bunch of dirty dirt bags with with uh, a lot of shitty things to say about each other and whatnot so just a fair warning i just feel like we should say that sometimes if you like flanders don't don't listen to the show that's correct this week's episode is brought to you by diva cups they are cups that you full-on shove up a vagina where they sit all day collecting period blood to be removed and emptied as needed because that's a thing in our world for real though diva cups your new favorite shot glass um anyway uh, we're all here, plus one today. The good doctor has taken us up on our invitation uh, to argue for his butt buddy, Mr. Joe Mixon. Last week I said some shit in our Who Am I, and uh, you took special offense to it, didn't you? I just think that the stats you laid out were a little misleading. Have you or have you not touched yourself while thinking of Joe Mixon? <laughs> oh, well... That's, uh... Have you tried jerking off to a picture of him? Did <laughs> no. you take my advice from last year and try jerking off to a dude? No. I mean, he's very ripply in the chest. Maybe he'd get it going for you. Well, there's there's the football fan in me that gets excited when I see him run. Does the that's... football fan in you ever jerked off to Joe Mixon? <laughs> no. no. Like you could put some of his best explosive runs on a loop? <laughs> Not that kind of. Maybe like, you could, hits the <laughs> that much. Maybe you could find some like training ones with his shirt off or something. Ooh, yeah. Have you seen his calves though? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they nice? Oh. I mean, that's disgusting, doctor. He's a large man. Jesus, he's a great player. So like that insurance commercial calves. <laughs> oh, I don't know which one that is. What? Oh fuck. Move we, on. Oh, okay, we're gonna move on. So spend a couple minutes. Tell us why. Joe Mixon is, in fact, worthy of of being a running back one on anybody's fantasy roster. The first thing you kind of mentioned was how a lot of us uh, Mixonites <laughs> complain that he doesn't get uh, the maybe the volume of carries or uh, targets that he should. Mm-hmm. And you, you said that, oh, he's getting like, what, 70-some percent of his... Share or whatever with it, but that's in his own team. So all that stat shows me is that it's almost, it's almost, it's not a detriment to Joe Mixon in my opinion. It's oh, he's a true third down back, and that on his team he'll get a decent amount of the chunks. The problem is, is you take that further 
and say, it's not just 70% of what's there, it's what's there total. Okay? So, I will bring some stats out. Please. Of the, uh, he only played uh, 14 games, right? Because he was injured week three, week four with his MCL. In half those games, he had less than 15 carries. In the other half, he had more than 15 carries. And I think that kind of, that kind of goes into the other thing where you said, oh, he's super consistent. He gives you 20 points or he gives you eight, right? Which might not be great for a running back one. But, I mean, as someone who watched a lot of Bengals games because I love Joe Mixon. <laughs> um, not a Bengals fan, no, folks. No, Well, the Dolphins don't give me anything to uh, get excited about. So, why I point this out is you might go, oh, seven, okay, 15, that's a weird number. For example, Ezekiel Elliott, who's on a worse offensive team, they scored less points and they had, they had ju- just a little bit more total yardage. Zeke had zero games of less than 15 carries. He got close a couple times, but no games less than 15. I point so much of Joe Mixon's inconsistency and those bad games squarely on the offensive staff because he had many games where even after A.J. Green gets injured, which we'll talk about just in in a second, you don't give the best offensive player on the field the chance to help you win games. And there's a reason they sucked last year. It's because they didn't give their best player the, the opportunities he needed to... You say 15 carries is, is, is the is the media. What about touches, total touches? Do you have that stat available? Yeah, so not total touches, but I can I, we talk about targets. Okay. Right, and then I'll bring in another player to kind of compare overall. So targets overall per season, for the whole season, his, he averaged 3.9 a game, which sounds fine for a three down back he's not really he's not a james white right sure. okay well if you break that up before and after the bye week which actually works because after the bye week aj green is injured it doesn't play another game right i think he played he had got one catch in one game but then he was injured again so basically aj green was gone so you have how many freaking targets aj green gets should be spread you would think a little bit to the running back yeah. who's better than their fourth string wide receiver so over the f- whole season, 3.9 re- uh, targets a game. Before the bye, with a healthy A.J. Green, 4.6 per game. So not even a single, not a, not, a, not a total of one more. Yeah, but after the bye, mm-hmm. after A.J. Green is gone and all his targets gone, it goes down to 3.4. Hmm. That's more than a difference bet- before the hmm. bye and after That's the bye. That's bad. That's agent. That that's what I'm saying. Where yeah, you pointed out he's one of three of the top twelve uh, running backs that had less than sixty targets. Well, I mean that just shows me that you had, and especially you. Sh- it's not like they were backloaded. It wasn't like oh he was a three down back and they're only throwing to Bernard or someone else. It's AJ Green is gone and who are they throwing it to? Someone not named Joe Mixon, which is a mistake. So. And I, so to give you another comparison, Saquon Barkley, okay, and this He's is where good. I, this is yeah, this is where this is where I think this is actually a better comparison because on scoring offense, because we you always talk about you want high scoring offenses because that you they score a lot of points, you're going to get more points. Can I just points. pause you for half a second? Yeah, I know I'm interrupting your flow, <laughs> um, but I want I want to go back to that first point you made. Yeah, that maybe he was getting a lot of his team's share, but he wasn't getting a lot of touches per mm-hmm. game 
a lot of rushes per game specifically, you said. Yeah. Okay. Two th- just two points to make real quick. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon averaged 16.93 carries per game, and that was fourth most in the league. Okay. Zeke, yes, was first most in the league, of course. Mm-hmm. Is there a split in first half, second half, or no? I can look for it while he continues to rant on about something that outpours shot while we're at it, too. <laughs> so, basically, real quick, so that, that breakdown of do more than 15 touches, less than 15 touches, uh, Saquon actually had more games where he had less than 15 touches than more than 15 touches. More than 15 touches, seven times. Um, less than 15 uh, rushes, I should say. Rushes. Nine times. But he did have 121 targets on the season that breaks down to 7.6 a game. It's a lot. Of and also he had he has that he had that you know 16 rushes for 20 plus more yards or more, right? So basically, m- my thesis statement is I actually don't think Joe Mixon. The only time I would see Joe Mixon as a running back one is if you are drafting either in a 10 or 12 team league at the end of the round you're like what pick at what pick do you like feel if you're good? taking if you're ta- do i feel yeah, so right where, now how high would you take him as as somebody who's legitimately dreams about mixing stick in your mouth <laughs> if he fell if he fell to me at the latter half of the second round which is it's not a number brother sorry 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 <laughs> i'm fine i'll say I don't know. I'll say 17, 18. So, like, I don't know. What is that? If it's a 12 team, that's two. Middle of the second round. Yeah, middle of the second round. If he falls to me there. 2-5. To me, it really depends on the wider, who's gone wide receiver-wise. Um, depends on... Could you take Joe Mixon as your number one running back? I, I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say no. Unless, unless you took a wide receiver... Maybe like someone like Devontae Adams or something at the end of the first round, and you know someone you know I I feel more comfortable going with Joe Mixon than like someone who's going right before him, David Johnson. Mm. Hmm. So if you, if you if you take a wide receiver first, think you could do worse in the middle to end of the second. So round. here's I'll ask all all three of you guys here here if we're just looking at the ADP right now, here's a possible scenario. Um, let's say you're picking at the 110. Okay, so you're right at that turn there. You could get Devontae Adams in the first round and Joe Mixon in the second. Who feels comfortable with that as your one, as your one, wide receiver one, running back one? Anybody. I don't feel great about it. I don't feel very good about that. Nope. I, 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 I don't hate it, but. I'm off the Mixon train. No, off I. Mixon train. I would be, if that happened. Okay, but the other option is, is Delvin Cook. In, Delvin Cook's immediately. I would, I would take Devontae Adams and Delvin Cook a lot, but I'd feel a lot better than that. There you go. We'll see what the new offense does with him. His, if, his, if, if we could take those target numbers and pop those target numbers from 52 mm-hmm. up to even like 85, which is, <clears throat> is high, but for a top yeah. 12 back, it's not. Um, then yeah, Devontae Adams and Joe Mixon as your ones at those positions would probably be fine. His, his split first eight and, and last eight are basically no difference. 105 attempts, 132 attempts, 500 yards, 650 yards, though. So as far as carries go, carries. with or without AJ Green doesn't make yeah. a difference. <clears throat> All right, so look, clearly you're wrong, I'm right, you'll take a shot. But anyway, thank you for that. We appreciate you coming in. I'm sure you'll have more to say over the course of the year about Joe Mixon. I think he's probably going to be your... 
your uh, three in the pink, two in the stink first pick. Uh, he's probably going to be taking him first off the board in our neighborhood draft league. I can't, I can't, I just can't wait to watch this love affair. I'm off the fucking mix and train. Off, done. Fuck are, it. I'm not taking him. Why are you pulling on your dick when you're talking I'm about? Pissed. Him? Get this shit over with. <laughs> All right. I'll have no. We're gonna move on. We got a lot of show yet. This week in football. You are mad about Joe Mixon. Okay. Doctor, feel free to stick around as long as you want with us to to chat. We will pour you a shot, but you get to pick which one of the bottles up on that table that you like the most. I suggest the blue one at the end without a label. But uh, let's talk about the news while he's picking. Guys, a few things happened worth talking about, I think. Uh, Beginning of the week, Sterling Shepard signed his huge contract extension, or at least it felt huge at the time. He's now a top 20 paid wide receiver, 40 years, $41 million. Here's a series of questions I want you guys to answer for us. Does this mean he's going to actually get his shot to finally be successful as the number one out of somebody's shadow? Question number two. What is Golden Tate in New York? When they made when they made that signing and they brought him in, he's pretty much the same fucking receiver as Sterling Shepard, does the same things Shepard does. Uh, so I was concerned about that. And my third question is this. <laughs> is this the worst receiving core in football in 2019? No. Miami's is. Wow. Um, Miami's I love Stills and Albert Wilson. I love Albert Wilson. I love Albert Wilson. Oh, Galladay and Marvin Jones. Maybe Jacksonville. <sighs> ben Powell. Jacksonville, maybe. What thoughts about Sterling Shepard? Wiz, he's on our dynasty team still. Is this something that I we're like Sterling Shepard? He's a good receiver. He's just not a legit number one receiver. This is the problem. This is the when he had two years ago when Odell went out. He's a good receiver. He just isn't that good. He's not a number one. So no, I don't, I don't like this. It doesn't make him any better. Does it make it? Does it make him worse now that he's going to be pulling coverage from ones because Golden Tate is the other guy there? Yes, right. yes, it does. Yeah, I think what you can hope is you can hope. Barkley's going to draw all sorts of attention, and Ingram. In- Ingram's a pretty good tight end. So he he there's a good chance he still gets one on one coverage. Yeah, and a lot of it just depends team. on what type of you know what's what type of routes they're going to have him running. Because if he's just running fucking one you know down one you know trying to win one on one battles down the field, I don't that's not good for him. I don't know if you, his numbers last year were pretty bad. He got most of his numbers at the end of games. Yes. To me, he's a he's a best ball target. That's it for me. Fuck Shepard. Uh, Adam Thielen comes out just today, and he signed a contract that absolutely dwarfed Sterling Shepard's four million, four years, sixty-four million dollars, up to seventy-two million in incentives if he does well over the course of that contract. So, does this affect your stance on Adam Thielen? Some of us down here are Diggs guys. At least one of us down here is a Thielen guy. Um, what are we thinking? About this contract, what does it mean for fantasy purposes? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't doesn't change anything. I, I don't I don't think Thielen's the kind of guy that it's going to impact. He's going to go out and ball just like usual. But I'm thinking it might impact the guys that end up calling the plays when they're getting pressure from the office front office saying, "Hey, we just paid this guy seventy fucking million dollars. Please throw the ball to him." I don't think that exists there with because I think Zimmerman is a, a very strong head coach. And I think he controls yeah. that offense. Okay, agreed. The New England Patriots signed Gronk's replacement. Who? It's a question mark. Austin Safarian Jenkins, who, let's be honest, is an absolute athletic freak. He has been since he came into the league. He's still really young. Yes, he was hurt just about all of last season. Never really had the opportunity um, that ASJ truthers have wanted. Um, But does does he get any kind of 
Gronkian opportunity here, or do you see this offense totally changing now that they don't have a Gronk-like weapon? Is he just going to kind of step in and be another tight end amongst the crowd? Asj. Asj. Yes. Are you an Asj kind of guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't have anything to do with the guy. He's kind of useless. Okay. He might, he might pull a little Aaron Hernandez role. He's going to become relevant, but right? With uh, strung up in the jail yeah, cell, exactly. that kind of role? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, but, hold on one second. Yeah. But I, I do think they'll target a, one of the big boy tight ends in the draft. There are a lot There's, of them. It's too deep not for them not to draft a Gronk replacement mm. in the draft. And, I mean, the tight ends, it's kind of a wasteland. It is. Right? So, if I mean... So it doesn't take much to be... A good one. They but throw he, the ball a lot. So. He'll be relevant in New England. I mean, he's a big body receiver that's got athleticism. He's gonna he's so gonna find some ways to make yeah. some plays. If they, I mean, with the with the Patriots, if they take a tight end in the first couple rounds, and I'm like, okay, they're taking that guy for a reason. They're going to use him. True. Depending on what they do in the draft, you could do you could do worse. I mean, if you don't, maybe he's one of those tight ends that you kind of say, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to try to find. The guy this yeah. week, I'm just going to plug, plug him in. Maybe he gives me. Yeah, I'm not going to be points. terribly surprised right. if he's a streamer. Yeah. If we're talking about him as a streamer on a relatively regular basis, but I'm also not going to be surprised if he disappears. But again, he's more of your third drafted tight end in a best ball. Next topic. Speaking of the Patriots, uh, last season's last off season's butt boy, the Bullfrog, fell in love with this cat. <laughs> Chris Hogan is no longer a Patriot. He was just signed by the Carolina Panthers, who. Let's be honest, have a penchant for rostering mediocre wide receivers. receivers. Question is this, is there a round somewhere in your draft that you might be willing to look at Hogan? Look, the other receivers on this team are under six feet. This is the only guy of any kind of size. Would you be willing to look at him at any point in the draft? What happened to Funches? Funches is in uh, Indianapolis. Indy. Oh, yeah. good he replaced good Inman, which I thought Inman's better. Inman was awesome last year. No, the answer is no. Not Louis at all. Nuts. You wouldn't look at him at all. No. What if he was an 18th round? I won't draft. So you, him. you wouldn't take him as a fourth, as a fourth or fifth wide receiver. Nope, won't draft him. Is that because he burned you too many times last year, or is it? Oh, are you trying to objectively look at Cam Newton can't fucking support that many pass catchers. He never has. He never will. With he'll Christian support, McCaffrey, he'll CMC, right. and that's it. And a little bit of Samuel, and a little bit of fucking. What, uh, fu- he supported Funches last year. Oh, he didn't. Funches was terrible. Yeah, I'm not saying he's good, but I'm saying like he, not he, enough. Is to, he a streamer? Funches wasn't hardly roster worthy. Hardly, but that's the question. Hardly, not on me, not for me. He was not roster worthy, so I'm sticking to it with Hogan as well. I think you could. I personally, I, I don't disagree with you on this. I would have a hard time making the argument that I would actually draft him. Um, but I mean. He probably finds a roster at some point in the season yes. because of injuries, and he might have a game where it's like, oh, shit, time to go pick him up. But I, I do think it's going to help that Greg Olson continues to get – I mean, is, 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 he's, is he actually coming back? He says he wants to keep playing on a fucking foot that dangles. He's there. got one foot that he can hobble around on. I mean, yeah. I think that, that makes Chris Hogan somewhat relevant. Yeah, but they got that other guy, Ian Thomas, that we Ian can never Thomas. remember the name of. Who had some good games once Olsen Occasionally, yes. I expect big things from DJ Moore. I expect big things from Curtis Samuel. But yes. at some point, maybe they need to use a big body. All right, let's talk about, speaking about boys here, uh, Wiz has been just riding Leonard Fournette's ass Hard. for a couple of years. How's that feeling? Kid just yeah. got arrested. It feels great. <laughs> 
arrested after a traffic stop for driving on a suspended license because, get this, Leonard Fournette, who is a professional athlete, I, I'm sure he's still on his rookie contract, and that contract got a little touchy, but he's making <laughs> good money. Couldn't pay his $275 traffic ticket back in November, so now he gets pulled over again, apparently by the same cop, hmm. thrown in the back, taken downtown in handcuffs. You over this guy yet, Wiz, or... Ooh, hitting that fucking hard, that doobie hard right there. Yeah, um, talent-wise, no. He's still phenomenal talent. He's still a good running back. But I, I think the problem is, is you're, you're looking at a player who is, is he ever going to be anything that, that's, that's great? The answer is no. At best case scenario, he's going to be good as a number, as number three at, or number two running back. Yeah. You had He's such, not a number you one. Had such high hopes, yeah. and, and it, look, his rookie year, everybody had such high hopes. Last year, a lot of people still had his these points high per hopes. game when his rookie year. I think we're number one in the NFL. Yeah, we just didn't play that much. We had like fourteen games or thirteen games, whatever it was, but it was still seventeen point three points per game. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was high. Okay. Um, not so much this coming year. Yeah, I mean, uh, is he going to be suspended? No, not likely. It's a suspended license. Problem is that team's gonna be bad. Team's gonna be bad. I'm not. I'm. I'm wary. Well, you're not a Nick Foles guy. You guys don't think Nick Foles brings them back to no, relevance? I think, I think they'll Foles be, be better. Okay. They'll be better. They'll be more competitive because their offense won't but be she, turnover machines. We just talked about how bad their wide receiver <clears throat> core is. I don't think he's gonna be able to stay healthy. I, I. To me, he strikes me as one of these guys that had an insane workload in college, mm-hmm. and his body just doesn't hold up. In the pros, he's got those soft tissue, soft tissue issues. And especially, like it's in his feet. There, not, his yeah. Yeah. It's in his feet. So, like those, those don't get better. Those are is that true, doctor? I'm t- it's it's if I would rather take, I'd be more interested in someone who has a traumatic injury, like an ACL or something, because you can fix that and it'll be better. Yeah, right. The stuff he has is <laughs> is recurrent and it's gonna come back. And I would be shocked if he plays all sixteen games. How come, he can't, how come he can't have ankle season. tendon replacements? Like they do ACLs and shit, you know, all those fucking ligaments you sprain it all the time. Why can't they just cut that shit out and put a new one in there like they do in your knee? He hasn't, he hasn't had that class. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just not a thing I, that I they do. It's it not a thing that they it's do, still, I don't will, think. There's certain places where it just won't, it doesn't heal. It doesn't, in the knee, can't in the be knee, strong you, or something, it huh? can, I guess. But, the thi- but, you know, you can take a donor tendon or whatever, but in your foot, all that stuff, because the ACL is inside the joint. <laughs> Now for more dumb shit I heard this week. Oh, guys, there's some there's some dumb shit. So I don't know how I knew all didn't know all these details prior to a few days ago. Do you guys know all about the person that is Kellen Winslow Jr.? Mm-hmm. My God, yeah. Kellen Winslow Jr. is fucked up. So he is currently um, facing a trial that may land him in prison for the rest of his life. A uh, couple of rape charges, but let me let me get to some details here about this. Okay, he apparently raped two homeless women oh my. recently. They were ages fifty four and fifty nine. He also exposed his genitals to another woman, fifty five. Um, he's also previously, in February, he he tried to get on a 77-year-old woman 
He likes she the silver bush. So we jumped in the hot tub next to her and start and whipped it out and started jerking off next oh. to this seventy-seven-year-old. He broke into two two homes, nursing homes of a seventy-one and an eighty-six-year-old oh woman, uh, and got arrested previously. Uh, he his he's getting ready for his trial, and his lawyers just said, "Please, please, judge, can we exclude all the quote." elder porn that was found <laughs> on his computer. Like, what is wrong with this fucking guy? I have seen elder porn, right? It's not exciting. No. Like, not, what the fuck? Not the elder one. What? You Did lost just make me. a Harry Potter <laughs> he's, a real, he's, he's got a he's mommy a issue. A grandma issue, maybe? Is that what you think it is? Mommy, grandma You think issue. his great-grandmother touched him when he was Some, a child? Oh, definitely. I mean, oh, my. There's a lot of wrong things in there. I mean, they just kept... The numbers just kept getting higher his on these women as I'm reading this article. <laughs> Do you his dad's a Hall of Famer. Fuck, let him off worst. the hook. <laughs> is he worse or is Darren... Was no, his... this guy's the worst person. He keeps <laughs> rape, raping great-grandmothers. <laughs> eighty, He broke into an 86-year-old woman's house to try to fucking rape her. Darren Harper was lacing people's drinks, wasn't he? Also failed. Oh, yeah. How long was he in the league? Callan Winslow Jr.? Yeah. Five years or something. Yeah, four or five years. Not very long. He was pretty damn good for a little while. For like two years or two and a half. Yeah. If you you think he would, like, you could pay for this sort of thing. I'm not sure how many 80-year-olds. 80-year-olds, Ben. They they retire before they get to that point. I'm just, like... Maybe it's the chase that he likes. It's a real slow chase, but it's the chase that he likes. Good God, dude. I, you know, I don't, I, I knew he had issues, but like, I didn't realize he were these Is all this stuff in the millions. last year or two, or is this like? Uh, I think the first couple things were a couple years ago. But the grandma was recent. But all these new ones, yeah, the two rapes and the one with the old lady in the hot tub were all part of sort of these charges and they're trying to put them all together. He also raped a couple of chicks when he was in college, I guess. Um, oh, so he they're played trying for to, Miami. I'm yeah, sure he did. I'm sure so he did more than one. The law right there, okay. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's slow the roll here. You know, University of Miami is a wonderful. You know, people have phobias where they're fear, fearful of things. You know, you got to think people have addictions where, like, it's the strangest fucking, fucking things, shit. and his just happens to be. Yeah, that's man, that's a lot of old, extra wrinkles to navigate. Why didn't you look that up? Watch that my strange addiction. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> on TLC, there's a guy who's in love with his car. Should I eat some foam out of this couch? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a feather couch, baby. We don't fuck around. I'm right. eating the carpet. We don't fuck around. Alright, so that's my dumb shit. I was just blown... I knew he had issues, but I was blown away by the ages of these fucking... Well, I mean, yes, rape is normalized in our society. If you turn days, 77, are you going to be fucking a 77-year-old? Hey, when I turn 77, I will be fucking a 73-year-old, because I got a young one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So when you turn 90, you be 86, you used to be fucking her? Bad. Fuck yeah! <laughs> as be long, long as you can, right? I'm going to be long dead, brother. Next thing. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Oh my god, we got we got stats of the week coming from every direction today. Bullfrog, you have a hundred of them. Hit us. Yeah, I got a little I got a little passing passing yardage series of questions for y'all here, alright? Okay. So it's about big passing games. Okay. Probably actually the the, 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 the uh, single game record for passing yards is a old record. I can't remember the guy's name, but it's from like the sixties. He had like five hundred and fifty two yards maybe. But Jesus. anyway. So here's the first question. Two quarterbacks in recent NFL. How recent are we talking? Uh, yeah, recent relative. Fifteen years. That's not recent, but okay. okay. <laughs> well, I'll give you this. One's active, one's retired. Okay. okay. So let's see if we can name these two guys. 
They've had five career 400-yard passing games. Kurt and in Warner's, those five games, yeah, in those five games, there are they have zero wins. Oh, jeez. Kurt Warner. So these two guys have five career 400-yard passing games, and neither of them won a single fucking of those games. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like that nope. guess too. That's a good guess. I haven't him. heard one yet. One one of them, his record is o three and two. Cousins, Kirk Cousins <laughs> is your active player with five four hundred yard passing games. His record is o three and yeah. two so in those me, games. Tell me, tell me how much of those losses against winning teams is his fault? Okay, so now the, the, the <laughs> so now give me the retired player here, Dallas Cowboys. Troy Aikman. No, Tony. Tony, Tony Romo, Rowan. 0-5 in his 400-yard passing games. That's not surprising. You All sure right. you don't want one? Let's continue. So now, what are we doing? Are we supposed to do it with us? Just because? Yeah, well. Well, you, you got it wrong. We got it right. That's what we do. We take shots. Thanks. Doctor? <clears throat> All right, next. Woo. Still on the topic of 400-yard <laughs> passing games. Let's do a little round robin here. I'm looking for the top five all time. Four hundred yard passing games. I'm looking for the top five guys. You got one? For Kurt. Me? Nope. What is the how many how many they the had? most four hundred yard passing games in their career? Some of them are current Tony players. Romo. Some of them are retired. I said he had five. He was over for five. That yeah. is not the most. No. Okay. Not even close. Wait, wait, wait. What's are you talking about? Five hundred, four hundred yard passing games. Top five guys. Who's got the most yeah, of them? The all time? Yeah. NFL? Dan Marino. He's on the board at number three with 13. He's the oldest of the list. My boy. So, nope. Peyton Manning. Yes, number two with 14. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yes. No, I lied. Not <laughs> Continue. A-Rod. Nope. Favre. Nope. Breeze. Breeze, number one with 16. Hmm. So we're looking for two more here, guys. Numbers four and five. Come on, who's been around a long time and fucking throws the ball all the time? Phil, the Doc's on his Rivers. game over here. One more. Yeah, he's good. You should come back. <laughs> One more. Big, big passing game. Bang, big there. bang, big bang. Oh. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that was an That's an easy one. Now, the last one. 500-yard passing. Where, do you have Kurt on this list? Kurt's not anywhere close no, to this. No. What the fuck? I feel like he threw the ball a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's he did. Who has the most 500-yard passing games in the history of the NFL? It's one of the guys active. we just said. He's active. Ben. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah. He has three 500-yard passing games. I think only... I think Drew Brees and Tom Brady both have two. Mm. Everybody else is one that has one. And Big Ben has three. Just gonna point out that Dan Marino is the only one that played in the eighties on yeah. that list. Makes uh, him stand out as a little more impressive, yeah. <gasps> He's the GOAT, so it's not all about champions. You would not sit in front of your wife, numb nuts. And my last little <laughs> no, note no, on this <laughs> stat of the week uh I was just uh, I, I was looking up some research and I was looking up Patrick Mahomes, see how many four hundred yard games he had this season. I think it was two, but it was funny to see that uh one of his nickname was Fatrick. <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing it was a childhood nick. Did you see him actually? He looked kind of chubby in the in the uh, national game. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick baby. Mahomes. Well, yeah, he's had a little belly on him during the season. Than I thought he. Nice. That's those are good. For you. Thanks, Wiz. You got. You want to hit us with yours, or are you no, embarrassed? We're gonna do who am I later. Oh, okay. We'll do a who. I still don't have a draw for that. Uh, so let's get into the main event this week. 
<clears throat> the thing we want to talk about are offenses. You know, we in our stat of the week last week, we talked about, hey, how important really is it to have players from really good offenses? So let's talk about some offenses. We sat down, each of us, and we ranked every offense, how we think they're going to finish on the season. We'll talk about the top 10 that we ended up ranking. We'll talk about a few in the top 10, outside of the top 10 that we liked or don't like particularly coming into this uh, new season 2019. How do you guys want to start this? We'll start with the top 10. We'll kind of go go down through there and then, List we'll, them. then, we'll, then we'll talk about what we do and don't like specifically. If you want the full rankings, make sure to check out the website. Yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. They will be up soon, tomorrow. Here's our consensus rankings, guys. Uh, the doctor did tell us earlier that we bitched out and just kind of repeated a lot of what was there last year. But let's be honest. Some of these offenses are going to be great again. Our number one consensus offense, that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Los Angeles Rams have to come in second. Um, those are the only two teams that got any number one rankings out of us. Froggy at first, the two of us at second. Number three, we picked Indianapolis, who, what, would they go, 10 games in a row? To end the season where they just, they were just oh, kicking the shit out of everybody. That offensive line is incredible. I think you'll talk about that a little later. So uh, they've got a great quarterback. Their run game's coming on. This is a big offense. The New Orleans Saints comes in at number four for us. Uh, with Drew Brees there, Sean Payton, you have to assume they're going to be great. The Los Angeles Chargers, which I'll tell you a little bit more about later. That's number five. At number six is the perennial powerhouse. Outside of that one year with Shark in the Dark or whatever you call them. Um, that's Atlanta, the Falcons. Um, number seven, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you might be saying to yourself, well, they suck. Even last year, and they're really sh- what seemed to be a really mm-hmm. shitty season, their offense was prolific. Wasn't still number 11 or 12 or something? Yeah, still bring, in, bring in Bruce Arians, and you can't imagine they're yeah, going to if you would have asked me that without looking at it, I would have no idea that they were that mm-hmm. quiet. Green Bay Packers is who we've got there at number eight. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers played all year last year with a broken leg, so... You know, once that's healed, you have to imagine he's back to form. Houston Texans come in at number 9. And to round out our top 10, at number 10, that would be our Chicago Bears. So let's start with some of the teams that we really like this year. We'll each give you two teams that we like. Tell you a little bit about why we like this offense. Remember, it is important to have players from winning teams if you want to win your fantasy championship. Uh, let's start with Bullfrog. All right. Well, I thought we were going a different route on this. I guess I didn't understand, but I can definitely give That's you. Because you're an idiot. I can definitely <laughs> give you the teams that I ranked higher than you guys. Please do. Right. So the the two teams that st- stood out for me uh, compared to our consensus top ten would be New England Patriots and the Cleveland Browns. As you can see on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have the New England Patriots ranked number five, and the Cleveland Browns making the big jump of the season from the 20 hole all the way to the six spot. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll give you just a little breakdown on these two. For one, I mean, New England's been the consistent offense. You know, 2016, they were number three. 2017, they were number two. 2018, they were number four. Yeah, they're losing Gronk, but Bill Belichick is not the type of coach that lets those things affect him. Nice, uh, nice job on that. You got pull, you. pull Belichick's balls out of your mouth before you say that next time. But I did. I mean, he loses passing pieces, he picks it up on the ground. It's it's a simple concept, and he's always been the coach 
Like, he'll bury fucking teams. He doesn't care if he's up a score or two. He's going to keep scoring points. New England will score. Their defense will score. The wit, the good doctor talked about them. You know, their defense, fantasy-wise, ended up ranking in the top seven, I think. Or, or scoring. Third, or not scoring, four though. yards. But gets. that means that they're scoring touchdowns, yeah. which is going towards an overall offensive points scored. Pretty sure they were fourth in total defensive, fantasy defensive yeah. scoring. So, I mean, Brady might have his numbers go down, but the offensive numbers, in my mind, are going to stay there. As far as Cleveland goes, they've got every piece in the book as far as, you know, offensive weapons. Um, their offensive line came in ranked number two in the NFL, according to PFF on line, or what is that? What does that uh, mean? Focus. Pro football focus. There you go. Rushing, Number two passing. overall offensive line rated. That's offensive line? Offensive line. Finish the season. Number one was the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, in my mind, you have a great offensive line. You have every weapon imaginable. They're going to score points. They cross over with the NFC West this year which had the 28th-ranked defense, the 26th-ranked defense, the 20th-ranked defense. Seattle was the best defense in the NFC West at number 11. The AFC North um, has the 30th-ranked defense. Defense. <laughs> uh, I, I took a look at Kitchens. You know what, it, what kind of points were they putting up when he took over? Um, they scored 190 points in those eight weeks for an average of 23.75 which would put them at about 14th in the NFL. Uh, and overall, last season, they were in the 20 hole, which means they were scoring better when he was the offensive coordinator uh, compared to when he was not. Uh, and again, that was against teams like Houston, where they only put up 13 points, and Baltimore, or, and Baltimore where they put up 24, and Denver, where they put up 17. So they faced a couple tough defenses down the stretch late in the season. I'm, I'm, I'm buying in on the Cleveland offense this year. Not only do they have a good offense, an offensive line, but I think they're going to have a pretty good defense as well. And can I say something real quick about... Are you still here? Baker <laughs> is that this guy got what? Like almost no first-team reps because Hugh Jackson is an idiot. Right. And so he's going to get all offseason. It is his team. It's his offense now. So I, I, I'm looking for him. He has all the pieces. So Let me ask you this one, Bullfrog. You said six. Would you be six willing what? to make a, a Cleveland offense? Would you be oh. willing to make a bet at eight being the over-under? Sure. We'll make it, we'll make it eight and a half. So if they finish eight, you get it. Sure. It's a bet. Would you want a piece of that? Is that the eight? Oh, you're going to double dip me, you fucking dirt ball? I think I might have that one, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah. What, on my side, or Dewey's nuts? Yeah, I'm side? taking nuts as uh, on this one. Doctor, you want a piece of that action? Let me see. <laughs> you think about it. While Wiz tells us about one of the one or two, whatever, the offenses that you really like coming into the year, whether they were uh, in our top ten consensus ranks or not. They are. It was Indianapolis. I think I had the highest ranked for them. I had them number three overall. I love Indy. Uh, and last year when we were having this discussion, Andrew Luck was part of that discussion in terms of how if he was actually going to be back. He was. He was phenomenal. He was yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Froggy just talked about how good Cleveland's offensive line was. Fucking the best offensive guard in the fucking game is Indy, and it's number supposedly number three. I think it's number one. 
If it was if it was Mark Wiz rankings, <laughs> no one gives a shit about those fucking rankings. Just give us. Your Although, who was our uh, who was our? Uh, just give you your secret identity. Yeah, who, yeah. Was our, <laughs> who was our Twitter guy that wanted those offensive lines? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I don't remember, but we're doing it. But I mean, let's just keep it simple, folks. Like we just talked about how good Andrew Luck is, and everyone else. I, I there's no way possible this team goes anywhere outside of the top five. And if you want to make that, I, you both can have a piece of that if you want. No, because I've got them as number three. Yeah, I've got them as number four. So, so I'm not making I can't that. Make that bet. But I'll, I'll give you one. Not, you, oh, both have, you both have number four. Yeah, you're right. Good job. I just wanted to give you one little, you know, one thing that might, you know, it could steer them in the wrong direction. Give it to me. Is simply that their division is the best defenses in the NFL. I do not agree with that at all. Well, statistics say, Mark Wiz, that they're the Houston? best defenses. <laughs> but we just, but we did, we talked about this earlier. The defenses don't carry. Indianapolis over. finished oh, as the worst fucking defense in the division okay. at number ten. They were good. At yeah. number five was the Houston Texans. Okay. At number four, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and at number three. Leaves you with Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee's defense was nasty so they're playing in the year. division with the hardest. And it didn't stop them last year. They were pretty yeah, yeah. fucking good. Right. I don't know exactly how many points per game they scored in those particular matchups, but you know that is six games I, that they're playing right there. Even didn't they play? Didn't Houston and Indy play in the? Was in the playoffs? Or the, well, yeah, there was, was like one twenty-eight game. to seven, I think, the playoff game or something. Yeah. Like Just to clarify, Indy did finish number five last year. I'm not sure how they're going to get worse. I didn't say they were. I, yeah. I had them rated higher. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just, just giving just a little clarifying. warning. What, well, a it, reason that they might not finish as high as we all think. That's all I'm saying. I, I have no. I mean, I am more concerned that Cleveland won't finish in the top ten than I do with Indy. All right, my turn, guys. Shut the fuck up. It's been too long <laughs> since it. I've talked. It's yeah. my, so much my, better when you don't talk. My goddamn microphone. Um, I'm going to give you two offenses. That I really like the first one is the Chargers, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about this because I don't think there's Everybody anybody down it. here that disagrees. What's not to love about As we said last week, there's not a piece of this offense that I don't want to own, regardless of draft price. Uh, the only piece last year that he didn't want to be part of was Antonio Gates. He's gone. Bring Hunter Henry back, who, uh, before he got injured in the offseason last year, was mm-hmm. one of the darlings that people were talking about. He's going to be again, right? I got When I didn't list him as my... my Top five potential comeback players today on Twitter, people fucking railed me for it because everybody expects him to be great. He had eight touchdowns in 2015, only four in 2016, but the expectation was he was going to come in and be this this huge fucking tight end. He may, he's got the potential to be a top three uh, tight end, and he's he's maybe the biggest question mark on the offense. Mike Williams is a fucking Beast of a man. I would not be shocked if Mike Williams outpaces Keenan Allen this year, maybe even by four or five spots on the rankings. I see these two guys as maybe, sort of like in Minnesota, maybe two top 15 wide receivers on this team. Um, Phillip Rivers, I think he ended 10 last year, 12 last year. I think he's a top eight quarterback. There's no part of this offense that I don't want a piece of. So they're easy. There's a, there's, it's possible that they end up, they end the number one offense in the league this year. Um, the other offense that I want to talk about is Seattle. So so last year, Seattle's offense sort of flew under the radar, and a big part of the reason is that Russell Wilson threw 150 yards a game, right? He still ended, I think, the quarterback, what, eight? No, where was he? You look it up, Doc. You're not doing anything else. Uh, but uh, 
Look, they ran the ball more than anybody last year, and the reason they did that is because the coaching staff, specifically Pete Carroll, recognized, hey, running the ball works. Our offensive line is clearly better than they used to be, and we've got a lot of really good running backs on our roster. Chris Carson's there. Rashad Penny's still there waiting to get his opportunity. These are two great running backs. I think they'll both get a lot of looks this year. Uh, I think they'll be I, I think both of them will be top probably uh, 24 running backs, I might even say, by the end of the year. You think about on that? Maybe, but I'm not ready to do it just yet. <laughs> Let me finish talking about the team. Uh, their offensive line ended as a top 12 rushing offensive line as far as run blocking. They were a bottom three pass blocking line last year, which is a part of the reason Russell Wilson only threw 150 yards or a game. Part of the reason they didn't throw the ball very often because they just couldn't pat block that way. And still, Russell found his way into the top eight quarterbacks in the league. Um, that uh, that that passing game is going to be better this year. You have to imagine he starts throwing the ball a little bit more. Uh, yeah, they're they're Doug Baldwin's having another surgery this year, but he you know I think they draft a wide receiver uh, in the in the draft here. What is that next week? Two weeks. Uh, I just think this offense is really good. I think they can find Pete Carroll is Belichick like in in the same way that he's going to find a way to be productive for his offense. Whether that's throwing the ball a lot, whether that's getting Russell Wilson running outside the pocket a lot, or whether that's just handing the fucking ball off once the offensive line comes around, uh, I think they're going to be fine, and they've got weapons in place that they could be really good this year, and maybe not even low key good like they were last year. Who's ninth? Ninth. Only thing that concerns me is that he he had a lot of goofy stats where he threw 150 yards and three touchdowns. Correct. And that that I'm not sure that how if you can repeat that. No, but he can go 225 and two touchdowns and be just fine. We shall yeah. see, bud. I got I got a couple little things. Seattle, I think I probably got him the rank the lowest. I don't know what Wizards got him at, but I had him at 16. Uh, just yeah, the, the receiver core scares me a little bit. There's Tyler Lockett does not repeat what he did last year. Baldwin's a fucking cripple wheelchair. He might repeat guy in the point. fact that he only gets sixty catches. <laughs> that he could repeat, but the the efficiency and the touchdown scoring is not going to be repeatable. And I, I just don't know if they have an offensive identity. You know, they go from a all Russell Wilson team two years ago to a fucking run the shit out of the ball this year to yeah, but is that who bad knows what or they're going to be good. Is that literally play to whatever strengths you can find in your locker room? It's good for Chris Carson. We'll see. But, and then my one dislike on the Los Angeles Chargers this year, you talk about their offense. It's like, oh, what the fuck's the weakness? Well, their weakness is the 30th ranked offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus, number 30, which happens to be the third worst in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, man. You bet. Uh, So... So if there is something that's going to hold the Chargers back from being the number one old. Let me say this: the did they have, did they have the the third the third worst offensive line they did. last year? They did let me, because well, Elvin Gordon still finished. Let me say let day. me say this: ranking offensive lines is next to impossible. And there's so I'm looking at uh, Football Outsider right now, who also ranks offensive lines run blocking one rank, pass blocking one rank. They've got the Chargers run blocking offensive line ranked. Fifth in the league last year, pass blocking at 13th. Oh, so, like, right. we can say that one site ranks yeah. them this way, one site ranks them this way, but the fact is that offense was great last year. And, like, they're going to be great. Uh, Wiz, you got one more offense? I have one like? more that I really like, and it's Tampa Bay. Uh, I think I, took, I put them the highest, I think, at number nine overall. Um, the fact is, we talked about it before, is, I'm sorry, number six overall. Um, 
We, I think we finished number 11 last year in 2018, and Bruce Arians is there. I don't know if you guys remember what Bruce Arians did in, <laughs> oh, in Arizona. Um, I think if Jameis Winston has a has any possible shot of being a decent quarterback, it's with Bruce Arians. He's the guy to do it. They made the perfect hire. They've got all the other talent around him. They just need to figure out a good quarter, a good a good offensive coach and coordinator. Fair. That's all you have to say about him. Well, Let's talk gone. about offenses that we do not like. I'm going to start because I keep hearing the doctor over there saying exactly what I've been wanting to say all along. How the fuck is Chicago ranked number 10? Well, I know how. we got a homer over here in the Big Wiz that ranked him. Where'd you put him? It's not a homer, dumb shit. Seven, I guess. It's, easy. Seven. it's, it's, it's an easy equation. They have, yeah. Do they have the best defense in the NFL? It's, 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 if it's not the best, it's top five. Top one of the best. One of the best. Yes. Okay, they they have a an offense that likes that a coach that likes to put up points, okay. wants to score points as fast as possible. Can, this is my segment, and I'm telling <laughs> you why it's a good ranking. Okay, here's why it's a bad ranking. Number one, Mitch, Michael Trubisky is a bad quarterback. Next one, because that's a dumb stat. Keep going. He's a garbage <laughs> quarterback. Keep going. Number two, and this is something that you Wiz said all year last year. Nagy is too cute of a play caller. Look, you regardless of what you do, if you do something different in the league, you can be successful for close to a year without defensive coordinators yep. catching on. If he continues to play, call the kinds of plays he did and call the kind of offense he did year in and year out, he his offensive production, the production of that offense go down and down and down. They're going to score less touchdowns because he gets real fucking cute in the red zone. In the 10 zone, he gets fucking ridiculously cute. I don't disagree with you on that statement. I, and I think that's mostly correct. Is that a reason why Andy Reid also struggles? Andy Reid has just large swings in, in oh, yeah. the season. Oh, yeah. He gets, he gets yeah. real cute. He gets exceptionally he gets cute. cute. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so we'll see. The question we had all year last year, and we asked that back and forth between each other, was like, can Nagy evolve? Can he go from like coming in and just doing what he saw Reed do? Can he come in and do it from doing these cute things and trying to like outsmart defenses to just calling a good offense? Right. Can I, I'm going to answer the question. I don't think he. I don't think he does. So but- if he doesn't, that offensive production has to fall. And here's the thing about Trubisky. Okay, the <laughs> the reason Trubisky looked so good last year is because Nagy. Yeah, he was real cute, but he was also really good at hiding Trubisky's. False. He did everything he could to make sure that Trubisky didn't have to make decisions uh, and that when he threw the ball, it was high percentage throws. You watch any fucking Bears, go back and watch any Bears games last year. There's four or five plays that like are a half inch away from going terribly wrong for Mitchell Trubisky. And that's not going to, he can't get that lucky every fucking year, year in and year out. He's garbage. Uh, and, and, and eventually Nagy's going to fail to hide his faults, which are plentiful. Also, I don't so, think Trubisky is as bad as you make it sound. Is, is, is part, part of that statement, though. Hate him. Yeah, oh, there's there's another. Chuck yeah, Pagano taking over. Can we just throw out the big elephant in the room here? Your defensive coordinator is gone. Fangio, best defensive coordinator in the league. So you say they're the best defense in the league. That was with Fangio. Pagano did, took over the Ravens, and Ravens still the best defense in the NFL. That was 15 years ago. He's he got has, the best player in the NFL. Does he not? It, Aaron Donald might be the best player in the NFL. Okay, and the only one that's comparable to him is Mac. So, so my point is, Pagano hasn't had a top twenty defense in thirteen. He's not years. a good. He's not a good head coach. I'll, I'll give you an outside I'll, of the top. I'll 10. give you an offense that I don't like, and it's also another NFC North. Wait, team. he he offered you a bet. What is it? I'll take Chicago outside of the top, top 10. ten. Uh, yeah, put him in the top ten. I'll take it. 
It's Tweets us. You got to join in on that yeah. one, buddy. You got him down and I don't think there's any way. I'm not going to root against your team. Finishes in the top ten of I'm not going to because if Nagy do. does find you a way, to on that no, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any way. <laughs> top ten of offense. You know what? You yeah, made bets last year and pay up on your bets. Well, yes, I did. That's the bet. Okay. You want in on that? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I'm not going to no touch way. it. I don't want to make bets. For hey, I just I do want to clarify for you. Uh, I did rank Miami number thirty-two. You're making better on that. <laughs> Good, that's <laughs> tell, fine. T- tell we us, we're in the full full tank mode. Tell us your the the offense that you're not high on. We is Green Bay. They're going to fall outside the top ten, folks. They're not good. This I don't have any faith in Aaron Aaron Rodgers. I realize he he's a little bit healthier. Um, but he's a dildo, folks. He's a dick. He, he's a dick and a dildo yeah, and a tool. And, every, and there's how many? He's there's, an artificial. There's, dick. there's reports coming out on every other day coming from his former teammates, his teammates, his coach. I don't know who the fucking trust, but it sounds like a fucking terrible association right now. Um, there's chaos on the team, and I would stay the hell away from it. And brand think, new head coach, can he can he corral Matt Lafleur? How good was Tennessee's offense last year? Say, come bad. on, the powerhouse of the Tennessee. The, really Tennessee, the powerhouse of Tennessee Titans is terrible. Um, I don't like the fact that they got to play Chicago twice. I don't like the fact they played Minnesota twice. Well, there's two things I don't like also about that is one, his receiver half his receivers are gone. They were old. I I know his, I know he has younger receivers now. I'm just not sure they're. Adams is phenomenal. Yeah, I would still take Devonta Adams because he's going to get fed and he's a monster. Are the other Are the other ones? Game changers. Overall. Toronto by Ellison will be back. That'll be good. You know, and then again, that's a, maybe a best ball kind of player, maybe. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't want him on my... Because he's boom... Like, he's literally boom or bust. But Rodgers likes him. I so. went back and forth with a few guys on Twitter this past week about the receivers in Green Bay. And the one that kept coming up that people kept saying, like, watch out for this guy is Jake Kumaro. You guys know this Kumaro <laughs> yeah. kid? Oh, yeah. Apparently, he's the one that, that Rodgers seems to like most. Well, well, you guys both ranked them. You both ranked Green Bay seven. So t- why is Green Bay seven? Rogers put fucking MVS in the doghouse and wouldn't even pass it to him late in the season. Yes, he did. Um, I, li- I like him seven just like because I, when I think Aaron Rodgers is healthy, yeah. you know he's 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 my age. He's not that fucking old. The last couple years, he's looked like it. He, I, I, I think <laughs> he's just really fucking good. Not to mention, I really like Aaron Jones. I know you like him. I think it's a. I think the running game is going to be pretty good. That defense what, started to what, get a little what, bit better. What makes you think that offense is going to be better with Matt Lafleur? I just no. I just think Aaron Jones being healthy again is, or Aaron Rodgers being healthy again is going to make. He's the type of quarterback where it doesn't matter what's around him. Aaron Rodgers, healthy and playing well, can can himself carry a top fucking I mean, eight offense. I'll, Let's do a Who Am I? Doctor, in your sexiest voice, I want you to sing song the words Who Am I for our drop. Go. <clears throat> we'll all be quiet so I can use it officially later on. No. God damn it. <laughs> all right, okay. Wiz. Hit us with a Who Am I? All right, we're doing, I'll do an offense. So teams, right? Since 2016. The whole offense. Well, just choose. There's 32 NFL teams. Choose them. We're choosing. Oh, okay. We're going off of offenses. Okay. Since 2016, I have finished number one twice as the number one scoring offense. Oh, he's got all the... N- During nothing. this time, I've had two different offensive coordinators. That's a, that's a false statement you just made, but anyway, nope. continue. I have them all right here from 2016, and no team's finished first twice. Oh, you might be talking about yardage versus scoring. Mm, let's see about that. I'd say the Rams. Not but, them. Yeah. I have the best wide receiver in the NFL. I have finished in the top 10 for three straight years. Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. Good job. Maybe you meant from 2015, though. 
because they finished first in 2016, but not even close in 17 or 18. I'll have to look at that stat. Um, Number two here is I am one of two teams to be in the top 10 since 2015. I'm an AFC powerhouse. During this time, I had the best overall defense. Pittsburgh. This this team's head coach has the worst coaching tree. This this is New England Patriots. Yeah, Bill Belichick. It was New England. Oh, New England. Yeah, sorry. Who is? Do you give us a who is? Who is? All right, last, here we go, is I'm the only team to be in the top 10 since 2014 consecutively. Okay? So every year. Every year since 2014, this team has been in the top top 10. The New Orleans Saints. There you go. Oh, God, I got all three. Oh, Jesus, I got hard. (laughs) That doesn't ever happen. Oh, they are really good. That's why I put them in there again. Maybe not top three. If I could go back and make my rankings, I think I put them number 10, I would move them a little bit up. I have them at number four, so yeah. you're right. All right, that's our show today. Went real long. Was a little bit scattered. We've got one more show before the draft, guys. Are we going to talk about the draft? Now, nah, fuck rookies. We don't. Yeah, you're right about that. We don't give a shit about the rookies. So, uh, look, we're done. Fuck off. Do you have a Do you have a, a takeaway? A lesson of the day for the people, Bullfrog. Brother? So, tip of the day. If at any time you have to debate a player, as long as we debated Joe Mixon today, don't fucking draft him. Done. All right, fuckers. Fuck off and uh, touch yourself on the way out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>